Hey guys, this week's episode is sponsored by Cadence Lending Group, a proud 100% locally owned mortgage company. At Cadence, they believe that mortgage rates should matter when obtaining a mortgage loan. Let Cadence be the first stop when buying or refinancing your home. Call them today at 915-799-1633. Make sure to check out their Facebook page under Cadence Lending Group and also their Instagram under Cadence Lending. All right, guys. What's up? What's going on? How you guys been? Uh, this is Ozzy, my podcast, uh, week five, uh, coming up now, uh, four episodes in the books. This is, <laughs> I wasn't really quite expecting this, but, uh, we've had, uh, such a great, such a positive turnout, um, with this little venture. So I appreciate every single one of you guys coming back and listening every week. Um, this week we have, uh, a really cool episode with Kristen Brown. Kristen Brown is from the City Magazine. Uh, I met her a couple years ago um, while working through NAREP. Um, fantastic girl. Awesome. And she's got a lot of stuff going on. And you're going to hear a little bit about everything that she has going on. But the episode itself is, is, is around positivity. If you've ever met Kristen or if you ever deal with Kristen, you can automatically tell that she's such a positive person, a great, great soul. Um, I mean, she's a great friend and, uh, you'll see that a lot of the stuff that she's got going on is, is circled and based around that positivity, right? Be, be positive, be friendly, be put out that good energy. And trust me, if you put that energy out in the universe, it'll come back to you. So I want to read to you guys a little text that I got a while back. Um, somebody that listens to the episode and giving us a little bit of feedback. I think it was pretty cool. Uh, I think it's a little bit of funny. Uh, it says, I listened to your podcast over cereal this morning and took some notes for you. Number one, use less, um, let's see, or um. And now that I go back and listen to the episodes, I do say that a lot, even when I'm talking, you know, before the interview. And I think it's more of a kind of getting ready to see what comes out of my mouth. I don't want to say the wrong thing, but it's great. Great feedback. Number two. Uh, stay focused on topics. And I think, I think this is all goes back to the episode that I had with Patrick. We we're kind of all over the place. We were talking about a bunch of random things. Um, and really we just, we kind of just sit and talk like friends. So, uh, I think over the next couple of episodes, <laughs> you'll see that the structure gets a little better. Um, and then number three, a few topics per podcast to keep listeners engaged. Um, you're right. You know, I think, uh, again, with the first episode, me and Patrick just kind of went all over the place. And ever since then, the ones that are coming up now, we're a little more substance, a little more, um, we're staying on track, we're staying on point. So other than that, uh, you have a good voice for it. Good job, man. Happy belated birthday. So that's one of the messages that we got or that I got um, over the last couple of days. But again, I want to thank every single person that takes time out of their day in their car, on their headphones, uh, wherever you're at, just to to experience this with me, to support, um, to come back every week and listen to it. And uh, again, if you enjoy it, 
fantastic, great. Let me know. If you don't like it for whatever reason, even better, man. Let me know. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know what you don't like, what you what you want to hear, who you would want to be on here. Um, anything, any kind of feedback is really, really super appreciated. Trust me, you're not going to step on anybody's toes. So um, Kristen is next. Take a listen to uh, the episode. Uh, check out what she has uh, going on right now. Um, she's going to give you a lot of really good information. And then afterwards, I'll, I'll fill you in on some other stuff, right? So what if, so, okay. So you guys recorded how many? We, ooh, I don't I'm going to have to do this because I'm not going to be able to hear you. Oh, there you go. See, <laughs> um, we did, honestly, I couldn't tell you because we started, uh, we started the podcast like five years ago. But in five years, you've only done two? No, no, no. We had a lot. Like, we would post at least every other week. Um, okay. But I deleted everything. <laughs> when did you delete it? Uh, a couple months ago. I scrapped everything. We deleted everything off our Instagram, everything. Do you have the originals? Yeah, we have them somewhere in Mark's computer. But, <laughs> yeah, we just deleted all of them. And not that. I think it just aged very differently. Like, when you're first starting a podcast, you're kind of filling out what works and what doesn't. Yeah. And so, when I would go back and listen to them, I was kind of like, uh, I don't really, I don't like how I sounded on that. Or I think we took too long to talk about that. Or it was too repetitive or whatever. So, we scrapped everything. You did one not too long ago, right? With the... Uh, the two girls yeah so i did a uh, fake lashes real feelings that one's really cool so that one's owned by gloria who also owns bomb beauty products okay so her podcast is really cool it's more so just about like um issues like real like real life like girl stuff um that we talk about which is fun uh, and i was her first guest which is super cool so, so fun. you're actually the first female guest here yeah i like that you're the, you're the very first female <laughs> that so makes me super you're happy you're gonna set the bar you're gonna... i'm about it you picked you did a good choice sir. oh is that what it was? <laughs> yeah that's super cool um fake lashes real feelings was sick it's it was more we talked a lot more about um like the thick thought stuff that i'm doing and we talked about what it's like just to kind of be like a female i'm 29 and single for the first time in a long time so we talked about dating and we talked about uh being a single mom so it was a lot of cool little points that we hit on so we're gonna get to thick thoughts in a yes. little bit because i do want to know about that yes so tell me we met through the city yes because how, how long have you been at the city i've been at the city magazine for over a year now which i can't believe it went by so That's fast it? yeah i've only been there a year i thought you'd been there a lot longer because i'm not good honestly i'm it's, just kidding <laughs> you got me twice uh, <laughs> You got me twice. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been there uh, a year, which is crazy. So I think it was a year in July Okay. that I've been there. Uh, I love my job. I'm super lucky. Like, I really, really love working at the magazine. Uh, I think the coolest thing about it is I'm learning so many things about El Paso in general that I didn't know existed or really just meeting people like meeting you, like just uh, all the clients that I have. Like right. it's just every day I meet somebody different. So it's different personalities. You learn about different things that people are kind of getting into. And then that's kind of just how you build from there. So now it's cool because I have people that I consider friends that were clients. You know what I mean? Right. Right, right, so right. that's the, the easily the best part of it. So you say you get to learn a lot. About El Paso. Are you not originally from El Paso? So it's weird. I'm from El Paso, born and raised, but I moved to Albuquerque when I was 18. And okay. then I lived in Corpus Christi for a long time. Okay. And then I lived in Houston. 
and then I moved back to El Paso, and then I moved back to Corpus, and then I moved back to El Paso so <laughs> like two years ago. Quite a bit. Yeah, so I was gone for maybe like I would say a solid like seven, eight years. Okay. And but I was gone through all of like your like go out age. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I didn't go out, I didn't do much here because I, I lived elsewhere. Um, so now it's cool because I'm learning about, you know, all the restaurants that we have and all the bars that we have and uh, all the events that go on, like local music, stuff like that. So with the magazine, there's so many spots that I would have never either seen or knew existed and that I kind of learn about too as I read the magazine and just with people that I meet. Right. And so it's super cool because I'm seeing how different El Paso is. It made me appreciate it so much more. Right. Because when I was a teenager, I was like, I can't wait to leave and blah, blah, blah. And I want to go out of town. And <laughs> when did it's you leave Albuquerque? When I was 18. When you were 18. So you graduated high school here? Yes. Where? I went to Montwood High School. Everybody I talked to went to Montwood hey, High School. Hey, Eastside. I loved Montwood. Um, it's it's kind of weird. I didn't really fit in at Montwood, but I was cool with everyone at Montwood, if that makes sense. All of my friends went to Hank's. Okay. Uh, I grew up going to shows and like seeing bands play, and that's all I wanted to do when I was a teenager, and still for the most part. And there wasn't that big of a scene for it at Montwood. At Montwood, it was very different. It was... Uh, very like sports very jockey very jock very like fresa which is cool i just did not fit in at all i was like that like weird girl who wore like black band tees every day but i was cool with everyone which is nice okay. like i was never bullied or anything i was homies with everyone but okay. very so weird what did, what did you do in high school did you do any jockey stuff any sports stuff i was a big choir nerd that was it honestly choir choir was my thing for a long time um I wasn't into sports, and it's not because I don't think sports is cool. Like, I, my two brothers are huge and amazing at football, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's awesome. I just like my time. <laughs> like, I didn't want to, like, be at practice for, like, four hours every day. That's not, no, Sweaty, I can't. Sweating, getting yelled at yeah, by coaches. Yeah, I was also that, that, like, fat girl in middle school that would, like, fake an ankle injury so I wouldn't have to, like, do PE. <laughs> so that's just, like, some background as to what how I feel about sports. <laughs> Personally, um, I don't like, I don't do well in heat. That's, like, the half-white girl in me. I get, like, really <laughs> and sick in heat. Um, so I don't do very well. So sports is a no-go for me. Um, but I was super into uh, choir and forensics, surprisingly. That was my thing in high forensics? school. Forensics? Yeah, we had a forensics class. Okay. Uh, it was really cool. I was super into that. And uh, what was really cool for me was that I was actually really good friends with three of my teachers. It was like their first year kind of thing. Okay. And they, so they were a little younger and... Um, it was cool because they would show me, you know, a bunch of new music and movies and things like that. So I spent like all four years pretty much hiding out in my teacher's classes. So it was awesome because okay. I felt like I would learn way more being with them versus like stuck up teachers classes. So yeah, it was a lot more I, fun. I could see that. Yeah, it was way more vibey, <laughs> way more like chill. Uh, I learned way more from them than I did other classes. So, so. so, so you're into choir, you're into forensics, you're at Montwood. Mm -hmm. Does Montwood have choir going on? Uh, yeah, they had a, a choir. I was in it for a long time. Um, and then I, my senior year, I kind of like died out with it. Okay. Not because I didn't like it, but I felt like I was just like growing in a different kind of direction. Um and I found that I was spending way more. I was like kind of doing my growing up right. So I was like, I had my first boyfriend my senior year. So I was more like, I don't have time to be at school. Like I'm leaving. And like, so it was bad. I was a really, I, I look back and I wish I would have done way more in high school. 
honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I slacked a lot, uh, and I, but I had fun. Like, I enjoyed my time, but I felt like I didn't do a lot of school-related things. I would honestly, I would leave a lot. I would be at Hank's a lot. Uh, Hank's used to have, they still might. There's this place across the street from Hank's called Wayside. and Yes. Yes. So back in my day. I don't think it's Wayside anymore, though. But I think it's, it's something different. It's a little but different. It's still there. But yeah. it, back in my day, uh, all of my friends, like, bands would bands, play during right. lunch. Right. So I would call my mom and be like, Mom, can I just stay because I really want to finish seeing this band? And so, yeah, I would go to shows at lunch and I just wouldn't leave. Like, I should have just gone to Hank's. shows during lunch? Yeah. Uh, a lot of local bands used to play during lunch. It was wild. It was super cool. So I would ditch a lot because I would always be at Hank's. <laughs> But then I had my homies who were teachers, so I'd get excused all the time. <laughs> and that's how you graduated <laughs> in four years. That's how I years, graduated right? in four years. It was <laughs> a miracle. Thank, shout out to my teachers. It was dope. <laughs> so what, what, uh, what did you do with choir? Um, with choir, so I was, I, I, I sang classically for a very long time. It's really fun. Classical. Yes, I enjoy it. It's really fun. Uh, choir was also kind of just like a hangout thing. My friends, my really good friends were in choir with me. Mm-hmm. So we were just always kind of like hanging out and slacking off. Um, but I learned a lot. It was fun. I learned um, a lot of like classical compositions and we would do a lot of really cool uh, activities. And my teacher was also younger. So it was a little bit, uh, it wasn't so stale, shall I say. Like we did a lot of really cool musicals and stuff like that. So I liked it a lot. Okay. Yeah, I still do. I, I like all that nerdy stuff when it comes to choir. You still have the singing chops? Uh, so here's the interesting thing, right? I uh-huh. sang classically for so long that it's very hard for me to like do karaoke, which makes no sense. Uh, I sing very like, uh, like, I don't know, like it's very operatic and very like, uh, perfect and like my vowels sound like a certain way so it's really hard for me just to sing like a normal song um so that's what i've been working on lately actually uh just we, yeah, normal songs? yeah just trying to sing like a normal person uh we'll go to karaoke and i get and it's funny because i i'm not a shy person you know that i'm not shy at all no 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 no, no. but when i do karaoke i get super shy and like my hands start shaking and like it's crazy so lately i've been trying to work on that how often do you sing here just oh, and like my house? Yeah. Oh, all the time. No shame. But like out in public for some reason, uh, I noticed that as I got older, okay. I get way more nervous and I'm like, uh, I hate it. So uh, a couple things. I, I've been working on that a little bit more, like even with some friends that have done some like EPs and stuff. They're like, you need to do, you know, a song mm-hmm. like and I, it was really hard for me. Have you? Yeah. Uh, like what? Uh, you should check out the Chill Scott EP. I'm on there somewhere. Jill Scott. Uh, Chill Scott. Oh, Chill yeah, Scott. Yeah, you should check it out. It's cool. I'm on there somewhere. You can find me. But that okay. was really hard for me because that was me being like, I don't write my own stuff. And what do you mean I have to do it? And I don't know if I can finish it. And someone being like, nah, like you got it. You got to do it. Is that right? So, yeah. So I've been working on that lately. All right. Yeah. So mental note, Chill Scott. Yes. All right. What else? Uh... And right now I'm kind of like trying to um, work with another friend of mine on just, I like really like mellow, like R&B lately. That's been like my gig. So I'm trying to Has do it? something like that. I yeah. mean, I'm looking at the, I know, you, wouldn't. you know, and the Instagram feed <laughs> and I would say R&B is nowhere on here. I am so into like R&B and hip hop. It's crazy. Uh, I like a lot of music though. Don't get me wrong. Like, of course I love like heavier stuff. That's what I grew up on though. So it's very different. Okay. Um, but yeah, the older I get, the more I just like more chill kind of beats. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. It's fun. I'm super into like film scores too. Like I'll just listen to like instrumental stuff when I go to bed. Like I like really mellow stuff lately. What's your, what's your, what's your favorite type of music? (sighs) 
that's really hard because it depends on my mood. Okay. It's super hard. Um, like I said, if you asked me today, I'd be like, oh, I really like, like I said, hip hop and R&B. That's mm-hmm. like my go-to right now. But I'm also like super into like reggaeton or I like, like I'm obsessed with Bjork. Like I love like heavier bands like Converge and Nails and like just, I'm all over the place. Just everything. Yeah. It depends on my vibe. That's good. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, I had a conversation not too long ago with one of our local musicians, uh-huh. with Julio. Uh-huh. Um, and that was one of his things. Like he goes out and he, he plays and he talks to, and we hang out after his shows mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And he was always like, it's so weird to me that people just stick to one oh, for type sure. of music. For sure. I was just talking with my boss, Shelly, about like George Street. And I was like, you know, I'm obsessed with him, right? And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, like, <sighs> you have no idea. Like, I'm obsessed with like, uh, like older country. Like, I'm super into like just weird stuff. When I, I went to Khalid's show the other night and he yeah. brought out SZA and I legit started crying. Like, I was like, <gasps> she's my favorite. And I was like, oh my God. And really? I've missed her so many times. And the fact I heard the intro to Love Galore start playing and I was uh-huh. like, no. And then like it kept playing and I was like, no. So there was a rumor <laughs> that he was going to bring people. They just didn't know who he was going to yeah, bring. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, I think he brought out, he brought out Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. He brought out Beto. He brought out Ray Schremert. I can't say that. Uh, he brought out SZA. He brought out Little Yachty. It was super random. But Little it was Yachty so much was fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he brought him out too. It was crazy. Wow. Uh, I was just super, like I said, I lost my mind over SZA. But um, yeah, I, I like all kinds of things. I find that interesting too. I think it's weird that people would only stick to one type of genre of music. Uh, I have to listen to different things depending on my mood. Mm-hmm. Like if I go to the gym, it's always like way heavier stuff. If I'm upset, it's always heavier stuff. Okay. If I'm just like a sad girl, I have my sad girl stuff. If I'm just like in a mood, it's like yeah. my R&B stuff. Like I just can't listen to the same kind of thing. It's so not my gig. 18 rolls around, you graduate. Yes. And then you take off to Albuquerque. What mm-hmm. takes you to Albuquerque? Uh, I was with my ex for 10 years, which is a long time. Wow. So I was with him from when I was 18 to, well, like 17 to 27. And um, so that's all like your you're kind of like, I guess your primitive years, right? Those are all like your, you go out and you're dating and all that. So I didn't really have that experience then. Okay. Um, he used to work for Guitar Center. So we'd move a lot. Who's your ex? Uh, Mark Lopez. Mar- Lopez? Mm-hmm. Okay. We worked at Guitar Center f- here for a long time, a couple times. Okay. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he would get a job or a transfer or like a promotion. And guess what? We had to move a couple days later. So we'd move a lot. And, um, that's what took me kind of all over, but I'm still super thankful for it. Cause I don't know if I would have been the same at that age. I feel like if I would have been here, like maybe I would have stayed here the whole time, but mm-hmm. moving away made me realize how much I love being here. Right. So I appreciate it so much more because I've been away. Mm-hmm. And when you come back, you just have a different love for like the food and just the mountains and the scenery and the people. Right. It's a very different type of community here than other places. What was Albuquerque like? What'd you do? With I hate Albuquerque, honestly. <laughs> I feel so bad. I don't fit in. Not fit in, but I just don't really dig Albuquerque. I don't know if we have any Albuquerque listeners. Yeah, if you do, yet. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just, I'm not big on like, in general, just the food wasn't my gig. Um, Albuquerque's cool in the sense of like, it's beautiful weather. Like, it's super cold a lot of the times. Right. Maybe that's why I was kind of mad because it was, I'd have to defrost my car and de-ice it every day for like six months straight and i'm like it's july this should not be happening um but uh albuquerque i made a, a wonderful friends there like i love like the people that i have there right. it's just i don't know i'm not really big on like living in that area um it's not 
it's not really my thing. However, uh, one of my friends lives in Rio Rancho. Okay. And it's gorgeous. Yeah, right on the outside. So it's yeah. beautiful. Like she lives in like a really, you literally drive down one dirt road and then all of a sudden it's this whole like village and like it's beautiful there and they have like amazing like fall festivals and stuff like that. So there are really cool parts of Albuquerque. I just would not live there myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. How long were you there for? Uh, maybe like a year. Oh, so it wasn't, it wasn't that long. No, it wasn't too long, but long enough. <laughs> it, was, it was just enough time. Just enough time. Just enough time to, to, get to know not it. want to go back. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. So then, and then you you go from Albuquerque to where? Corpus Christi. To Corpus. And Corpus, Corpus you spent some time. Corpus, I've spent a lot of time, actually. Um, Corpus is really cool. It's very different. Uh, it's a lot smaller than I ever thought it would be like in my head i thought it was gonna be like this bigger thing it's a tiny town for the most part uh the food is way awesome it's different yes uh, the food is very different it's like way more tex-mex but i was into it i find that i miss a lot of places from there because i miss the food <laughs> i'm like i wish i could have those like enchiladas right now from uh, kiki's but yeah i used to wait like i was just having this conversation the other day there's like a snow cone place there called snowball okay and i'm not I really don't wait for stuff, but I literally have waited for like 45 minutes to an hour just for a snow cone because they're that amazing. Why? What's so amazing? About I them? couldn't tell you. They're just so smooth and all the syrups Flavored are like... Flavored ice, no? It, it's, you say that, sir. And so you have like a homemade horchata snow bloom with vanilla ice cream in it and then come back and talk to me. Uh-huh. With cinnamon on top. Ooh. Really? So good. Yes. Okay. So Corpus is cool. What I do love about Corpus is how close it is to everything else. So if you want to go to San Antonio, that's a day trip. If you want to go to Houston, that could be a day trip mm-hmm. too. Uh, Austin's not very far. So I like that Corpus has that small town vibe, but right. you're able to do a bunch of stuff because it's not a far drive at all. It's not an eight-hour drive. It's not, exactly. it's not the island that exactly. El Paso is. Exactly. That's, honestly, that's the only thing I don't like about El Paso is yeah. how far away we are from everything. Uh-huh. Um, so I do like that side of Texas. It is also a very different culture. It's not at all the same. I found that I was... Uh, the only one that spoke like decent Spanish at a lot of my jobs over there. Um, so stuff like that was really crazy because you go from El Paso where everyone does here and then you go somewhere else where they're like, we need you to answer all these phone calls because we can't, you know, speak Spanish. How far is Corpus from the border? Um, You know what? I'm not even too sure. No, it's sure. a little further up, It's right? further up. Yeah, maybe like four hours, I think, yeah. from McAllen. So okay. it's like, yeah, it's not too bad. How or long like were you in Corpus for? So I was in Corpus for maybe like four four years and then i went back again for another two years so maybe six so you you were in corpus and then went somewhere else right so what's crazy is i went from corpus to houston okay i loved houston uh i don't think i'd live there like i said again it's just the traffic is insane yes uh and everything is so far Um, i got lost in their interchange one time oh my gosh i literally probably they're probably i probably saw warrants for like the toll roads no shame uh it's just it's so bad the traffic is crazy it takes at least like 25 minutes to get to like a walmart even yeah. if it's up the street uh-huh doesn't matter um but i liked houston houston was cool because it was the first time i was living in a big city right a, you know bigger city and it's just a different feel um what i really appreciate about houston is how vast their culture is there so it is literally a melting pot of different cultures i've never been around different foods i've never been around um i used to work at a furniture store called okay. rooms to go and it's a big chain company and everyone that worked there was of a different ethnicity so our potlucks were dope like it would be like barbecue ribs and like baklava made from scratch and curry and just all kinds of things all at once and so it was super cool because i got to like just feel out the different vibes from different cultures um we lived more in like um like an asian district of houston okay so even the street signs were like in like 
like different types of like languages and stuff. So it was really cool because you could just walk up the street and have a crazy authentic, you know, meal. And it was so different from anything that we have here in El Paso. I feel what, like it's a lot smaller. What took you from Corpus to Houston? The same, same thing? thing. Just job transfers for okay. my ex. Okay. Uh, he would get a job transfer and then we'd move. Um, but I also like Houston because there's always, it's a bigger city, right? So there's always something going on. And since I like to go to shows and stuff like that, it was awesome yeah. for me, even though it was more expensive. Right. But it was cool because it was like, oh, for more than, you know, more than likely it's a band that I'd been waiting to see for a long time right. or something because usually everyone always plays in Houston. So you're in Corpus four years yeah, altogether four years. and then go to Houston? And then I go to Houston for about another year and then I come back to El Paso okay. for about a year and a half. Okay. And then I have to move back to Corpus for about another year and a half, two years. Okay. So it's wild. Um, I And then we come back to El Paso for good for the most part. I, well, I say for good, but for now I'm good here. I Like I said, I love El Paso. I really think that we're very different. It's like a big little town, right? Every mm-hmm. It's good and bad. Everyone knows everyone. Um, <laughs> like at the worst time, yeah. everybody knows oh, everybody. Oh, I'm learning that. Yes. <laughs> and uh, everyone knows everyone. But I do think here it's it's a very different type of um, community. One thing that dri- I will tell you that drives me nuts is people are like, it's so far. Like, I stay only on the east side. And I'm like, yo, not- everything in Houston is far. So I am I literally am on multiple sides of the town different times of the week. Yeah. Because to me, I'm like, why wouldn't I want to go eat somewhere? Like, it's not that far. It's like 15 minutes away. Like, 15, 20 minutes. For the most part. Eh, I think we're a little spoiled. Oh, for I mean, sure. I mean, my, 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 I'm required to drive around. Yeah. I, I hate going to the West Side. Really? I, I don't... I, I like it. Um, I, I like it because I guess it's like... A, to me, it feels different, right? So it feels like a different sides of town or different types of they like are completely restaurants. Different. When you're in different... Mm-hmm. When you're in opposite sites... Oh, so different. They feel like a different town. So that's why I like it because it's like, well, I can't drive outside anywhere. So at least I can make it kind of like cool (laughs) in town and make a little trip out of it or something. But I don't really think anything's that far. So I guess that sometimes too, like I'll have friends that'll be like, oh, I don't want to drive all the way over there. And I'm like, it's 10 minutes. Like, calm down. I know. Yeah, but 10 minutes on I-10 is like Uh, 45. Yeah. I mean, sometimes. Depends. Depends. But yeah. You have... One daughter? Yes, I have a five-year-old. That's it. Just that is it. Sir. Okay. Where, w- and where was she born? In Corpus? <laughs> she was born uh, here, actually. So she was born in El Paso oh, when, when I came, came back. Okay. Um, and then we actually left before she turned. I think like we left around when she was a year and a half. Okay. And we went back to Corpus. So she, it's cool with her because she kind of remembers like more of like the beach part of like Corpus and right. like going over there. But she likes it here a lot. She does. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. So you come back, and then how do you land? How do you end up at the city? So uh, I'm very thankful and fortunate that when my best friend, Jesse, uh, mm. we're very similar in personality. And uh, <laughs> so the cool thing is he's always been like, I think you'd be a really good fit. Um, but at the time, I couldn't make the move because I was at my other job and I uh, needed to like, I had some like personal stuff going on. So I was like, you know what? I can't make the jump to the magazine just yet. Plus, that was also a whole different um kind of position that I knew nothing about. I know nothing about publishing. I knew nothing about advertising. I knew nothing about marketing. I only knew sales. Right. And um, it was weird because I had just found out that some stuff had come through. So I was able to kind of be a little bit more free with my time. Mm -hmm. And I was literally driving and Jesse stops out of nowhere because he sees me and my ex outside. And he's like, so what's up with you? And I was like, oh, you know, we just got word that this happened. And he's like, okay, good. He's like, I want you to meet with my boss. And I was like, 
wait, are we doing it? He's like, we're doing it. He's like, you're going to do it. And I was like, okay. So I go and I meet Shelly. And of course, I look very different than the other people that work at the magazine. Uh, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I, right? I have, uh, like, I have a lot of tattoos. And I'm like, I'm a chubbier girl. And like, I like weird stuff. Like, I'm just come from a different type of, you know, spot in town. And, and I don't know. I think I had my own misconceptions of the magazine, right? You look at it and you kind of think, oh, it's very fancy. And, um... When I go meet with Shelly, which is my boss, I completely adore her. We hit it off very well. And I even myself realized, like, oh, sometimes you have misconceptions of people, and obviously you don't know anything about them. So it kind of taught me a lot, too, to not kind of judge a book by its cover. Right. Just like they didn't judge me by, you know, mine. So I start working at the magazine, um, and I learned a lot from Jesse and Joe and... Uh, I've learned a ton from them when it comes to this whole different side of, you know, marketing and advertising. So I think I'm, I really like it because I am very much a relationship type person. Mm -hmm. I like having conversation. Right. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm a different, different type of salesperson. Uh, I don't like going in and just being like, well, here's my media and this is my demo. Like, no, I want to talk. I want to get to know about you and your business and um, you as a person and like, just kind of go from there. So I I definitely have a different kind of approach when it comes to my job. Yeah. It's not, um, you don't come off as a, as a salesman. Because I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, I've been in that position. I worked, so I got into sales because I did furniture sales for a long time. And I was also trained by liquidators, which is crazy because liquidators are just a whole different type of breed of mm-hmm. person. And they're so um, aggressive with like their sales and like it's very like cutthroat. And I came from like open floor sales, which is like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's so cutthroat. I've, this couch oh. is 800, but for you, it's. It's seven fifty, but if, if you, you take it right now, it's three hundred. Three hundred dollars out the door. <laughs> yeah, and then you're dealing with people that are like super sketchy and like try to steal your clients all the time. So I mm-hmm. learned easy like how to manage that and how to like not let people walk all over me. But I don't like that approach. It's not. I can do it very fine, but I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what I learned about the city is I definitely want to get to know somebody and know what they're doing with their business and how I can help them best. So um, I'm not, I know there's some smaller businesses. I'm not going to go and be like, well, I expect you to pay, you know, full page, double page, back end, you know, all this stuff when you're have a little mom and pop shop. You know, we definitely have all kinds of approaches that we want to take for different types of businesses. Cause at the end of the day, we're a local business too. Right. You know, so it's, it's a really small team. Um, and that's the coolest part of it is everyone kind of busts their ass to make such a quality, uh, magazine. And it's also something that I'm proud of and I want it to reflect that as well. So even when I have clients like with you or like anybody else, I try to do hands-on. So I like to go to the photo shoots and I like to be there cause I want right. to get to know my client and because then we just become homies after and it's mm-hmm. really, really fun. So that's the best part of the whole job is I really like to make friends and, um, always be there for one another because sometimes stuff like this comes up where it's like hey like can you come on this podcast i'm like hell yeah i can yeah, like right? this is awesome <laughs> yeah so i really like that part of it how many people how many people how many people at the city do what you do how many i guess what i guess um, what's your actual title is it is it sale is it so i'm an advertising executive at, or an oh, account oh, executive shit. actually that's, no that's fancy. jesse that will fancy. get on me i'm a senior advertising executive senior advertising <laughs> executive okay uh yeah it's, how many senior advertising executives do you guys right have? now we only have three and then we have another three that are with us that we're we're starting with okay so it's gotten to be a little bit of a bigger team okay but it's really cool because it's like i said it's very um 
we definitely have people's best interest at heart. So we're not like, uh, oh, you didn't sell this or you didn't do this. It's not like that at all. It's like, hey, did you meet them? That's cool. Like, make sure you stay good with them. Like, oh, they didn't sign up. It's fine. Like, just keep them posted. You know, it's it's very much, um, we really just want what's best for so it's not sales. It's not like you guys. So do you, I'm pretty sure there's got to be like an internal competitiveness between uh, you guys about who I'm, can land more or big or whatever. You know no? what's funny is it's not so much, and I'm really thankful for it. Um, it's not we. It's very more of a positive environment, okay. which is awesome because I've worked for other places where I just get yelled at all day. It doesn't matter if I sold ten thousand or fifty thousand that day. Tomorrow it didn't go mean anything, you right. know. And we were just talking about that where it is very positive and it is very. Um, I don't know. It's really passionate and I'm super thankful um, to have that position because I really do feel like it is, like I said, the best interest of the client and mm-hmm. everyone. So we really just, cause if you're, if you do something with the magazine, it's only going to do good in turn for you, which only does good in turn for us. Right. right so right. it's just like a full circle type thing. So I don't like hitting it aggressively because that's not going to do anything for me. That just makes you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That makes you feel like you're just a number i'm not with that at all i like to build it um and take time and i know that i have something that i can always fall back on so like even you like if you're like hey i can't do something but let me know maybe two years from now i'll be like cool and i'll just keep you posted and then that's it right um but i feel like it's way more comfortable if i approach you this way and it's comfortable for me too i don't like trying to force people into anything that's not my gig i don't like it i didn't like it when i started furniture and it's just not who I am. <laughs> who are the uh, Who are the six? Uh, what is it? Account executive? Yeah, I don't even. I couldn't even tell you. We're just all there. <laughs> it's just a bunch of us right now. It's new, so okay. we're all kind of starting this like shift. Um, what's really cool is we have our best of stuff coming up soon. That season's kind of rolling over. Oh yeah, at the end so of the year, right? So it's always super busy and it's really yeah. fun. Uh, best of is always a really cool thing because we have that huge party for it, and right. then we have a bunch of nominees and that's where we really get to meet a lot of people too so it's really last fun. year's party was insane our party was why it was my first one i didn't know what to expect and they're like just wait oh man just wait and then that was my second the first one i went to was at the at the western tech uh mm-hmm. school of, oh the what. warehouse kind of that like building that yeah the one the machinery kind of building and yeah that yeah, one yeah. was like uh, it was fun it was mm-hmm. big it was like okay and then i go to this last year's <laughs> one it's like, like, it's insane. It was huge. There was the so entrance, many people. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. That entrance was fun to put together. Um, it was so much fun. So the best of party is really cool because it's it's just a fun night out. And I tell people all the time, it's like, I really don't know what other parties are like that. So to me, it's like, why not go all out? You know, everyone dresses up mm-hmm. and everyone goes out. And it's just a really fun evening full of, I don't know, just like dancing and awards and just kind of like um, showing what really is the best of the city. But yeah, it's a really cool party. It's a really big event. It means a lot to us. That issue is huge. We print it twice. Yes. Uh, December and January because it's it's a really big deal and we take a lot of pride in it. And it's a lot of hard work. It's fun. That they put together. I know it is fun. <laughs> what, um, okay, so you got the city going on. Mm-hmm. You're the... What senior, uh, senior account executive, senior account executive. What else or do you have going on? Cause I know you have multiple things going on. I know. I, know I have no life is going on right now. That's blowing up too. It's crazy. And we'll talk about that right now. Yeah. What else do you have going on? Um, I, I have, we're trying to relaunch our, uh, like horror podcast, which is creep <laughs> society. Uh, I have that okay. going on again. And we've, we've had that podcast for like four or five years now, but we just recently scrapped everything and we're going to kind of relaunch with, just 
different vibes, different feel, different intro, different kind of format. So just change it up a little bit from how we used to have it before. What is it that you guys actually talk about? Just like spooky stuff, like scary movies. And I do a lot of weird stuff in LA. Uh, I do a lot of like immersive theater, which is... It's interesting. So I always give the same explanation, but um, imagine you go to, instead of, say you go see Alice in Wonderland, okay? Like a play. You're thinking okay. it's a play. Right. Instead of sitting and watching the play, you become immersed in the play. So you actors can touch you and talk to you and maybe give you different parts of a story that other people won't get. Um, you might get, I don't know, like a one-on-one in a closet with Alice where she tells you her origin story or something and then your friend would be like oh well the treasure cat took me and told me this and then you guys at the end of the night kind of piece everything together okay so i do really fun stuff like that in la uh i've been doing one called the tension experience for like three years now mm-hmm. uh, and the guy who runs it is um darren lynn bowsman who directs a lot of the saw movies he just did the newest one which is really cool okay and so i do that uh, and that's really where a lot of my change happened so I found that I used to be very complacent in life and I used to be very, you know, I was very like housewife and like, you know, I didn't, you know, I I left school. I didn't go to school anymore. And I just kind of was like all about somebody else's, you know, career and aspirations. And then when I went on my first trip to LA, um, this is, you know, after almost like six months to a year of them getting to really know who you are as a person and your biggest fears and insecurities, they kind of flipped all of those upside down. And I was in nothing but out of, I was completely out of my comfort zone most of the time, but Mm -hmm. I found that I thrived so much better that way. Mm -hmm. So I made a lot of changes in my life. You know, I went back to school, I'm you know single now, like I'm doing all kinds of these things and these hobbies because I found that I did, I didn't realize how complacent I was in my life. So, these things completely bring out a different side of you that you kind of didn't know existed and they force you to do all these like uh, choices and things like that. So um, that's kind of what we talk about too on Creep Society because there's a lot of things that you can do even from your phone. I'm doing, uh, I do one called a Candle House Collective and they're from anywhere in the US. It's completely personalized, intimate storytelling from your phone. And anyone can sign up for those. From your phone? Yeah. It's okay. the cool. I've literally had the craziest emotional connections via my cell phone, but just how good they are at what they do. Uh-huh. So there's really a lot of things that people can venture out to and do. I just think like sometimes we don't know about them. So we just kind of sit back and don't want to do something that's so out of the box. Right. Um, but you know, there's so many uh, companies and things that are doing these things. Like I know, you know, meow, people talk about Meow Wolf all the time in Santa Fe. Yes, it's kind of similar. It's you know, they give you um, your place and you explore it, and it depends. It's what you make of it, right? So okay. it's, do you just want to walk through, or do you, you know, there's a whole side story at Meow Wolf. Do you yes. want to like find all these clues? Do you, so it's very similar type of thing, um, but it's it's kind of taken off. It's really big. We're actually uh, what's crazy with tension is they're backed by like the Russo brothers, which are the guys who do all the avengers movies and they direct really? all those films yeah so okay so you have so why la why not why not you do one i want here? to do that <laughs> that's ah. actually whatever i am but it's hard because that's all your legalities right that's you kind of like putting people in an environment and if somebody gets hurt if you you know if there's just like an accident there's just it's there's a lot that goes to it and it right. takes a lot of money mm. um so that's one thing i definitely would love to bring immersive here we've kind of been trying uh some things out to see well, we can kind of get going, but right. um, that's something that I want to offer because it, it, it's, I sound crazy, right? Like it, but it really has changed my life. Like I'm a totally different person now than I was, 
you know, three years ago. And I think it's evident, you know, I, I have a lot of stuff going on and I keep myself super busy. I'm back in school. Like I work full time. I have my kid full time. Like I have all these side hobbies. You're going back to school already? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where are you going? Uh, well, I'm just going online. Just like, oh, yeah, great. online getting my bachelor's, but it's yeah. better than not going. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm tired. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm real tired. <laughs> it's a long, <laughs> the days are very long. Um, but I find that I'm so much more passionate now and I'm right. not so I'm um, stuck in my routine. So the city, the, the city, all my immersive stuff, uh-huh. the um, podcast, the back podcast yeah. And then the biggest one would be thick thoughts, thick thoughts. So let's talk about thick thoughts. Thick thoughts tell me, tell me how, how did that, how did that come about? So my best friend who lives in Austin, um, she's from here, but she's been in Austin for a while. Mm. We've always been like the bigger girls, you know, in our like friend group, like we were always the really cool girls that were like only friends or, like, we were never seen as, like, more than because I guess we were a different body type. And so we've always, like, helped each other through our own struggles. Like, I mean, I've always been a bigger girl. And we have very different figures. So, like, she has, like, a crazy, like, hourglass figure. I'm just, like, chubby. It's cool. And we've always kind of dealt with our own different struggles when it comes to stuff like that. And we kind of she was the one who was like yo like why don't we start like an instagram to kind of maybe like help other girls or Mm -hmm. motivate other girls the way that you and i do with each other right so we started thick thoughts maybe i think it's been about a year and it it's hard because she doesn't live here so it's it's kind of difficult and um but I finally was like, yo, I've been feeling really good about myself. Like, I get messages all the time from girls. Like, people laugh because they're like, oh, you always post selfies. I'm like, yeah, but you don't see my DMs of girls that are like, oh, you posted that picture today. It made me go out and, like, try to wear, like, a crop top. Right. Or, like, it made me feel better about myself. Like, I can go do this. And I get messages like that all the time. And I'm so thankful for them. Wow, they mean cool. the world to me. Yeah. And so when that kind of started taking off, um, we were like, you know what? Like, let's really make it work worth something like we have to do something with it it can't just sit there it's such a cool concept so it was going to start out as a podcast like we were just going to do a podcast thing right but then i was like no like let's let's try that but at the same time like we should really see if we can do events here and i learned so much from like i said joe like we're like when it comes to coordinating events and you know from the magazine and things like that right that to me it's like it's simple for me to to kind of like just jump on it and make it happen Mm -hmm. so i told her i was like are you ready because like i can make it happen and you know we can do this and she's like okay like i'll go down and we'll do our first one so our first event we call it like a self-love series was at uh, bomb beauty products okay and it was wild we didn't know who was who was going we didn't know like what to expect we were like if even one girl comes like we're super happy with it like that's all we want right and i think we had over 40 girls show up Wow. And a lot of them we didn't even know, which okay. was super cool because I it was, you know, meeting new people and all that. And it was a really cool evening. It was just a night full of, you know, girls opening up. And, you know, we had some girls that showed up and they were completely covered in like a cardigan in the middle of July and it's hot, you know. Right. And then all of a sudden you know, they leave with their head held high and their cardigans off. And now they're like completely different, like posting selfies and they're feeling themselves. And it's, and it's so important. And one of the biggest things that we talk about is if I had had something like this when I was a kid, I probably wouldn't have taken me, you know, so long to get to the point where I am now. Right. I'm 29. It took me 
27 years to feel comfortable in like my own body and like with how I represent myself. So imagine, you know, with now with my daughter, my daughter's five and I try to hype my kid up all the time. Like, I'm like, you look good. If somebody, cause she deals with kids telling her like mean stuff. Kids, and kids I'm like, yeah, even yeah. now I'm like, you're five. You yeah. shouldn't be coming home and saying like, Oh mom, like some girl said this to me. That's ridiculous. So I try to like instill that same confidence in my kid because my kid's watching me. So if I'm over here complaining about like, Oh, I look fat or I don't like this. My kid's just going to take that and think that that's okay for her to accept of herself. So we feel like that should be for other girls too. Like, Mm -hmm. why can't we start kind of like a coalition of females that feel empowered and that feel like they are worthy and can do things. And it's definitely been the coolest part because I can see the change. Like it's so immediate. Right. And the coolest thing too, is we had girls of all shapes and sizes. It's not just for big girls. It's for skinny girls, short girls, tall girls, fat girls. Like I say, girls with weird arms, girls like, I don't care whatever you look like it's for you. And the coolest thing is you would have some girls that by, you know, society's definition are, drop dead gorgeous you know they have that figure and they look perfect and even they were like had their own insecurities so it was really cool to see everyone just kind of open up in a room and talk about things that everyone struggles with and then just kind of look at each other and be like oh my gosh like you have the same struggle as i do but you look so different than i do so it's the coolest part of it is being able to just kind of see that change and then uh, we had a second one last week which was at benny frank's so each one oh, is that where it was yeah i was trying to figure out I, I was looking at the photos and everything and i was trying to figure out <laughs> yeah where we had it, it at benny frank's um the owner danny is one of my my closest friends and yeah. so thank we planned it so last minute because my friend was like i can only be there for the rest of the year like this one time so if we're gonna do it, we have to do it then and i was like we just had one so we kind of like uh kind of got everything together so thankful to him he let us use the spot you mm-hmm. know and so the whole point of it is each each event will be different and based on the venue. So that one was more of a, hey, like get dressed up, go out with your girls, have a drink, like let's all just hang out, right. chill, talk about stuff. And that one was really cool. We had about almost the same turnout, a little bit more. So that one was crazy. Um, we had some same, we had some of the same girls and then we had some new girls some that new we'd girls. never seen. Right. So it was really fun. And um, we're doing a lot more stuff. So we're going to come out in the City Magazine, I think, in October Okay. for our beauty and like personal transformation issue. So okay. it's super exciting. Um, and then Alamo asked me to speak at an event that they have coming up here in a couple weeks. Okay. Uh, they're going to be doing like a screening of like that Hustlers movie. So they wanted me to come talk. So that's super oh, cool. Oh, at the Draft House. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's really cool. And then... Uh, we also uh, are going to do some stuff with, I believe, the girls. There's a group here called Strut, and they do, like, um, kind of, like, chair dancing and, like, fitness, like, um, stiletto kind of um, classes, like, once a month. Okay. And what's really cool with them is they're all about, like, empowerment also. So they're all about you just, like, feeling yourself and just kind of, like, going out and having fun. So we have a bunch of things in the works. Um, so that's been a little crazy lately. I, have, I haven't slept. It's been a while. It, it, I mean, it sounds when, – when I first saw it come up, it looked uh it looked really interesting i mean again it's it's that whole you're you're okay and i'm okay and everybody's okay and let's all just yeah i think i think especially with the internet people feel like they can kind of say whatever they want or do whatever they want Uh so it's kind of cool to say like hey like let's talk about something positive you know like let's actually talk about real things that you deal with and real issues and 
you know, you're just going to see that you relate to somebody else. And it's really cool because what I love about it is even all the girls that don't know each other, you, I notice now that they all follow each other on Instagram okay. and somebody will post a picture and then all the other girls are like, Oh, like you look so good. blah blah. So it's like right. this cool, like ripple effect where it's people meeting friends. And I, it's really hard to make friends when you're an older adult. I feel Cause you're kind of like, do I say, like, I feel weird if I like go just randomly start talking to someone. I feel, I feel like too in El Paso, people stay with their like clicks, with their you know, circles. even when you go yeah. out, right? Like mm-hmm. everyone's in their little groups. Right. Um, and that's the craziest part. So it's so much fun to see everyone kind of let that guard down and allow themselves to like make friends and be a little bit more vulnerable and just open up. And it's been the, the most, one of the most, I don't know. I've been, I'm just very proud of it. Mm -hmm. I I like that. I can see the change almost immediately. So it makes me super happy because it's definitely changing some things for girls out here. And I wish I would have had that as a kid. Yeah. When's the next event? I'm not too sure because it's in the works. Yeah. So uh, the whole point is we really want to like establish it here and then maybe work on Austin too and establish a hub in Austin so we can both just operate uh, while we're not together at that kind of thing. And then, but we've had, you know, talks from other people that are like, you should do pop ups over here or you should do something like that. So as of right now, it's centralized here in El Paso. Uh huh. So right now, yes. Okay. And with uh, Danielle and Danielle's in Austin, but she definitely does a lot of things with me. So she'll come down. She's already driven. She literally drove down twice in like three weeks or something. Like it's a lot. What so, does she do with this? Uh, she works for Paper Source. She's like a, a big manager over there doing her boss girl stuff. Um, yeah, she's awesome. She worked here for a while for Torrid and then um, she's up in Austin and she loves being over there. I, I mean, it's amazing over there too, but she is from here, born and raised. She went to Hank's. And I've known her since we were teenagers. Since so you guys were in high school? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so she's a really good friend of mine. I mean, she's my best friend. I, I adore her so much. And so it's really cool to do it with someone who, A, knows the struggle, and then, B, un- we're just always on the same page with stuff. Right. So it's really easy to do it with her. Okay. Because uh, we always have the same kind of, like, ideas or, like, the same – we're always on, like, the same kind of wavelength, I would say. Something tells me that – even though you have all these things going on, mm-hmm. including thick thoughts, mm-hmm. you still want more. Yeah, I have what, no chill. <laughs> what else? Um, I just feel like, <clears throat> oh, that's a really hard one. Uh, so I feel, like I said, I've changed a lot in the past couple of years. And I feel like I can do so much more. So to me, it's exciting i'm the type of personality that when i like something i like obsess over it like if it's a hobby like i'm all in i want to know everything about it like i want to do everything i can with it Mm -hmm. and so that's where like my drive kind of comes from where i just really enjoy what i'm doing so um the more i enjoy it the more i want of it so i don't know i i I guess I would love to do something with like my immersive stuff. Like I would love to be in like that direction, like okay. to bring something new to El Paso. Right. Um, I'm also scared to bring it to El Paso because people here like to swing a little bit on people. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a little scary. So we're kind of trying to work that out. Um, but I love that part of it. And I would love to bring something like that here. Um I don't know. I feel like Thick Thoughts is going to kind of blow up because it already is. Yeah. It's got, it's very, it's got a big following. It's yeah. very, and I mean, it's, it's a great idea. Yeah. It's very, There's, it's gotten very busy, very quick. Right. And so that's why we're kind of like trying to, you know, 
keep going with it. Um, I really do feel like that could be something that, that blows up. So I think we're just kind of honing in on that right now. Um, but I don't know. I just want a lot of things. I'm super into like new ideas and projects. And tell me a little bit about. I saw the photos the with the gory with the blood. And the, <laughs> what was that so, about? Okay, so that's just me being bored. I don't get me wrong. I, so <laughs> I love that you being bored. I've been a. I've always been into like scary stuff and like horror okay. movies since I was. I think when I was like since I was a teenager, maybe like eleven, twelve. So. What I like about that genre is that I feel like you feel all kinds of emotions. Like there's comic, there's so many subgenres, right? There's like, right. you know, there's comedy horror and then there's like really sad stuff and then there's really like disgusting stuff. And I, so when I was a teenager, uh, the first movie I saw that it kind of like wrecked my brain was the original Last House on the Left. And it was so like violent and brutal. And I was, instead of being like, not into it i was like oh my god like that literally i physically felt like dirty like i physically felt right. like ill and i was like that's crazy that you could just watch something and it would give you such a physical response now the last house on the left that's a true story uh i think it's based on like events if i'm not mistaken but it's such a crazy concept right where it's like killers kill a girl and then they end up at the girl's house right. so then the parents turn on the killers it's yes. a crazy concept so i was super into it and i i went through this phase when i was a teenager where i saw as much as i could to see what my limits were like i wanted to test myself as a person like <laughs> okay. well what can i handle like what can i watch like what is what am i into what am i not into and so i've always been into that i've always liked weird stuff i've always liked really um darker stuff i don't know it just appeals to me i think it's kind of cool it's more like um it's very different from like oh like i'm like this wholesome person that's not me so with the magazine i've been lucky to meet a lot of uh really talented and creative people and honestly that's who i've been surrounding myself lately with it's mm -hmm. just people who like to create things and people who are super passionate and um so i've met a lot of photographers and sometimes i have these like really off the wall ideas and they're like let's do it or we should try it. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm down. So I don't get me wrong. Like fashion photography is cool, but I like more conceptual stuff. Yes. So um, yeah. I, I got to work with John Carlo. He hit me up and he's, I had just been watching uh, Mario Bava's like Blood and Black Lace, which is like an Italian horror film. And it's very pretty. Like it's very stylized. It has a lot of colors. And he's like, let's do, cause I told him, I was like, dude, I love your stuff. Like if we can work together sometime, please let me know. And he's like, let's do a uh, blood and black lace shoot. And I was like, what? I was like, okay, let's try it. So we did it and it came out so cool. It was very, you could, if you know the film, you know that that's what it's from. Mm -hmm. um, but it looks very modernized with like the way he colored everything. And uh, we had Andy, who's one of my best friends. He works at yes. the magazine too. We had him as the killer. So poor guy I had him in like, <laughs> completely covered in the heat with like medias over his face the whole time it was great where um, was the shootout where'd you guys shoot it at, at his house it was just at in a Andy's living house? room at uh, john carlos oh, at john house. House? it was just a living room and his lighting is crazy like he's so good and um what i like is that it it is very conceptual so um i mean yeah like it's cool if you know fashion photography Sven, i've done some of that too mm -hmm. um but like again i love conceptual stuff like i love things that have a theme or stuff that i have to collect things for like we're i'm doing um, like, uh, my friend Tommy shoots and she's incredible. She's in some really cool street shots of me and we're doing like more like of a witchy shoot in like a couple of weeks. So I've been collecting okay. stuff like all that, like, I was going to ask, yeah. why is there a coffin <laughs> cover here? Well, that one, cause it was only $10 and I want to paint it, but it was a good bargain, right? It's big. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Um, so I've been collecting a lot of stuff for the shoe or things uh -huh. like that. Um, but yeah, I've always just, 
I've always liked darker stuff. Um, I just think it's really cool. And I think it's it's just, I don't know, it's exciting. Welcome, welcome, foolish mortals. Oh, that's actually a Disney sign, so don't even try me. Oh, with that's that. a Disney. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you have? Uh, Haunted Mansion is one of my favorite rides in the whole wide world. I'm obsessed with Disney's Haunted Mansion. It's, we got a. So that's where it's from. The last time we were at Disneyland, um, mm-hmm. we were at the Haunted Mansion. Actually, it's happened twice already. So the first time I went uh, with my kids mm-hmm. and uh, a Haunted Mansion got stuck. <gasps> Oh, yeah, where you just like wait, it paused. but <laughs> yeah. it didn't like it didn't shut off. Like no. the holograms are still there. Yeah. It was just stuck. And then uh, a couple of months ago, I went with my son mm-hmm. on his band trip, uh-huh. and it's not Space Mountain anymore. Now it's what Star Wars. Oh, I is think. it okay? So there's Space Mountain, but is it like it's the spa- roller coaster? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. It's Space Mountain, but it was Star Wars themed. Oh, cool. And the whole thing shut down. <laughs> But then the lights turned on and oh, you get to see all the rails. I've always wanted and to get And then they hand stuck. pushed you. They hand pushed us out. Oh my so gosh. We recording everything. It was ridiculous. I feel like that happens a lot because it's happened to me a couple times where I've been and they're like, it's not working. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's not sketchy at all. Uh, it's fine. But I do kind of want to get stuck because I want to see what it looks like with the lights on. We, I, I, I'll send you the there videos. You I have yeah. the videos of what it looks like. It said it's ridiculous. It's crazy because it's, it, lo- it's, it looks smaller than it feels, right? Yes. It's like way smaller. Yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. Um, I'm, I'm, a big disney nerd i've always liked disney um and i know a lot of people say that but like i have a problem it's fine um but i love haunted mansion so like i have a lot of like my decor is haunted mansion Mansion is what a movie or what what so haunted mansion is a ride what was really cool with haunted mansion is i think it was so I, i tell people this all the time like original disneyland is so creepy like it really is like so many of the dark rides like the snow white ride scares the holy shit out of me um i don't think i've ever which one's the Snow the White? Snow White Darks, uh, scary, Snow White Scary Adventures. There's like this one part where you turn and the witch like pops and she like goes from like normal and she like turns to like the bruja like real quick. Like it's like a jump scare. Uh-huh. Those rides are so scary. Like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, you literally drive through hell and it's hot. Like I don't think I've ever been on those. Oh, those little ones are so <laughs> terrifying. And I'm surprised that kids even get through half of them. Rosie was like not feeling it. She really? Was, she was like, oh this is a no for me but um disney's really creepy in a lot of things well the original disneyland really is um but haunted mansion is really cool because i know it was um designed and i think the original design was walt disney was like this is like too like dark Mm -hmm. i'm not really into it so they definitely went with like the new orleans square so it's definitely like a plantation style looking house and um then you have like the backstories there's like the bride and there's like um Uh, all kinds of backstories in there. But what's cool with the Haunted Mansion is that in each park, it's a different one. So some of them are the similar inside, but the outsides look a little different. So the one at like Disney World is like Phantom Manor. And then the one I think in Paris is like a cool, like Western-y looking one. Really? Yeah. So they're all different for the most part at all of the parks. The entrance is cool. When the the ceiling starts going up and it feels like you're sinking. Yeah, I love it. I'm so, I'm so, I can't even tell you when I go, I'm like the happiest Dork. What do you have planned for Halloween? Uh, it's so Are hard. you a dress up? So um, I love to. Sometimes it's it comes so fast that I like slack and then I don't get to, which makes me sad. Um, lately, I, I'm usually in LA in October for a good chunk of it. Because like that's when a lot of like my stuff happens over there is around October. Right. Um, so last year, I think I did one, two, three, four, like four five shows in like two days which is crazy because usually those shows are like two hours each okay so 
I, I go usually for that. Like October is reserved for like my immersive stuff. Like I'm like, nobody talked to me. I'm probably not going to be here. I okay. refuse. But um, this year, I don't know if we're, if I'm going to go. Um, so I'm probably going to be here. I don't know. It's kind of hard. Um, I love Halloween, but since I became a mom, obviously, like, my Halloween is reserved for my kid. Right. So I love, like, dressing her up. She actually, ha- her birthday was last month, and she wanted a Halloween party for her birthday. So that was really fun, because I had to track down, like, Halloween decorations in August for a birthday party. Okay. But I made it happen. When's your birthday? Her birthday is August the 20th, so... August the 20th? Hers is. Five days after mine. Oh, there you go. See, well, yeah, I got lucky because Joanne's decided to put out their Halloween plates, like, a day before. So I was like, (laughs) oh, thank you. And she wanted to dress up as Annabelle, so I did her makeup. And then she wanted me to be Morticia, so I wore, like, this ridiculously, like, extravagant black dress at Peter Piper with no shame. It was great. (laughs) in yeah. august yeah no shame it was the coolest <laughs> but what was really cool is people were like that is so cool because i decorated all her table and we were like the only ones dressed up but it was so much fun what is your uh let's get a little more into you yeah so if 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 you're out on a what is it my days Thursday, off are saturday oh wait, saturday <laughs> saturday you're out on a saturday saturday is my mom day off so if you're if you're on a saturday out on a saturday what's your go-to spot what's your favorite um, spot here locally it depends on my mood again um i love honestly i really like later later um just because i like the music a lot and i feel like it's it's like a more like adults like i don't feel like it's so like party it's like very chill um and i love later later like i said i like r&b so to me that's like my spot because they right. play all the things that i like to listen to and i like to dance so i'll be like the only one by myself but it's fine okay um i like later later um if we're feeling a little wild uh, i'll definitely hit up coconuts because it's just a good <laughs> people watching place it's so much fun uh-huh. um and then i'm trying to think there's so many cool spots like living room is so cool um if you're looking for like way more chill mm-hmm. place to be off of uh, copia right yeah it's really more it's a, it's just really relaxed it's, right. it's plus it's really cool because it's a little dark inside so it's it's way more of like a loungy type thing they told me about it i haven't been to it you should go it's really i went cool. to have you been to the velvet elvis it's i haven't yet but i heard that their drinks are amazing and oh, i've had yeah. drinks from their bartenders at other spots right. and they're so good yes um i really like that um i like um oh my gosh i like gringo theory a lot too mm-hmm. uh on the east side it's right. just fun oh we totally killed it at pong last time we oh yeah that's good. right we're a good team yeah and then um so i really like gringo theory um uh, plus the music's always super good and then i like i completely forgot actually i went to uh, Rad Retrocade and Crucis. Okay. And that's so much fun because people actually dance there. So the whole floor is like full of people from like 11 to 2 in the morning. Really? Yeah. Okay. People aren't like in their little cliques. You what know is what it I called? Mean? Uh, Rad Retrocade. So it's the same people from Rubik's. So it's like an arcade ah, bar. Okay. Uh, it's so much fun though. I really, really liked it over there. I thought it was so cool. It was like a different vibe. It wasn't like everyone's going to stay in their little groups in the corner and not dance at all. Okay. It was like, no, the floor is completely packed for hours on end and you leave gross and drenched in sweat. It's amazing. Do you like, uh, do you like Menudo? I do, but I have to be in the mood again for it, but I always like it more in the winter. Like I can't eat, like, I'm sorry. If you want me to eat Menudo in July, like I refuse. All right. What we've had, we've had this argument. uh, I've had this argument with a couple of people for like the last week. Okay. Who's got the best Menudo in town? I love La Chosa and they're off of, 
Saragossa. Okay. I don't know why. I've always gone there. That's like my family's place to go. Um, only because okay. they have tamales like year round. Uh-huh. And their jalapeno and cheese tamale is my favorite thing. That I will agree with. Yes. yes. So I do like uh, the menudo there. But that's also because they have it every day. You know okay. what I mean? Uh, Valentine's is really good too. The bakery. Yeah. Off Saragossa, it's pretty good. Okay. I, I guess that's like the half white girl in me. Like I'm like not super, <laughs> like I like menudo, but it's more like a Christmas thing to me. What's your favorite type of food? I love Mexican food, but like menudo and like pozole, that's like, that's always been like a Christmas thing for okay. my family. So it's not like we eat it all the time. So um, if you, if, so if it's again, so if it's a Tuesday afternoon and you want Mexican food, where I, are you going? So I have different plates that I like from different spots. Okay. <laughs> that's like fat Give me your girl top stuff. three. I love the Andale tacos at Andale. Okay. Because it's like a weird, it's like a, like a cream, like a white, like poblano sauce that they put on uh-huh. their steak tacos. And they're so good. It's, that's definitely one plate that I would miss. And I would always eat when I came back to visit. Like that's my, my plate. Okay. Um, lately I've been on a al pastor t- uh, kick at Tacotote for some reason. Like okay. super, super good. And like, it's like seven bucks and you get like a shitload of meat and a bunch of grilled pineapple. It's so good. You know, out of all the tacos out there, mm-hmm. Al Pastor is probably my least favorite. I was like that too, but uh, I, so tacos is a client of mine and they're so nice. Like seriously, the sweetest people. So I like to support, of course, my clients are supporting me. So of course I like yeah. to go support them. So I'll like, I started going for lunch even more because I hadn't gone in a while and they're like really good, especially like for quick, I'd much rather pay Eight nine bucks at Taco Tote than eight nine bucks at McDonald's, and yeah. so like hands yeah, down, down. drive through yeah. you can get like said, Oh, it's so good. Also, Don Cuco's really good too. Mm-hmm. Like, and I will say this also: um, Panda Burger has these like I cannot. My it sounds funny when I try to roll my R's, but the doraditos i can't say it like they're like tacos <laughs> they're so good it's like kind of like al pastor but like they put like pineapple and crema and aguacate yeah. and like they have red and green chili on them and they're it's like a ground beef and so, i don't know i couldn't even tell you but they're amazing all i know is it's like a big plate though they only offer it in like a big appetizer yeah. plate but no shame i will demolish half and then demolish <laughs> the other half for dinner all mine give me your because you work in the city i'm yeah. pretty sure you know about all these spots that other people yes. don't know so give me your favorite whatever it is restaurant um, bar hangout whatever that you think is the unknown that people should go to oof um i will say that i'm super into benny frank's um okay. and i know it's a lot of people don't because it's far east right it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty far east and it's new it's been around for a little over a year Benny Frank's, the food is so good. It's delicious. Their drinks are incredible. Mm. Plus, the owner's a really good dude. So, it's like you get to support awesome people. And it's such a cool layout. I think it's it's super vibey also. Like, the music's always, like, very different. And um, they have out two patios, one downstairs, one upstairs. Um, the bottom's way more chill. The top is way more, like, um, I don't know, like, cool little area. Um, I do also really like – I've been on a – I really like the fish tacos at uh, Sabretooth. That's next to Hope and Anchor. Oh, I heard about. The I haven't fish been. Fish tacos are I haven't so been. good. It's really cool. So Hope uh, Hope and Anchor is really cool too because it's like another spot that's like they play really cool music and you can always get a really good drink. Um, and it's open. I've also like I also like International downtown. Mm-hmm. It's just hard like with parking sometimes, of course. Yeah. But I love International. Um, their drinks are really good there too. And I know they just they have uh, like it up in there now, right? Which is like uh-huh. the vegan kind of spot. Right. That place is really good. Um, I I just like a lot of food. <laughs> 
and I like a lot of stuff. I so it's weird. I'm not a very big beer person, so I like like fancier like cocktails, and that's a really girly thing about me. Um, so I'm really big into the drinks, but okay. um, like the drinks at living room are really good too. I have, I, I need to. I've I've heard it already mm-hmm. several times. And Velvet Elvis has incredible it, ones too. Of like the the bartenders at Velvet Elvis like win like crazy awards yeah. all the time too. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Maddie at International is dope too. He makes these like really really good cocktails. He's actually kind of the one that got me into cocktails because I would he used to be at Blackbird, so uh-huh. I'd go to Blackbird and I'd be like, I don't drink beer, I suck. And then he'd be like, I'll make you something. And then I was like, Oh, like this is Blackbird is awesome. Really I like hanging out at Blackbird. I like Blackbird too. Um, it's it's super different. But, like, so usually I'll bounce between, like, I'll go to Later Later, but if it's crazy, then I'll just chill at Blackbird for a little, but then I go back to Later Later. Right. No shame. Okay. Yeah. Give me, uh, give me your, uh, your partying thoughts, your, 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 uh, words of wisdom. My words of wisdom. wisdom So it's weird, right? Because like I said, I didn't like party a lot until I really don't even party that much. I like to go out because I like to socialize and dance and hang out with my friends. Um, So I'm in like a really cool spot where me and my two other best friends, like Luce and Kevin, are we're all the same kind of age and we're all single at the same time and we were all in relationships for a while. So now we all just kind of like hang out every week. Okay. And so we kind of like go out and do different things. Um, it's fun. Like, I think it's really cool. I just think you have to find what works for you. So like some people like super packed, like party bars and that's dope. Sometimes I'm down too, you know, like just depending on how I feel. But a lot of times I like way more like relaxing stuff. Like, um, and I like places with food. <laughs> like I finally had the the tacos at Cincy East. Oh yeah, Cincy. Oh my oh, gosh, the those are so good. I just found out about those. I just had those like in like March or April or something. They're like that. Yeah. so good. Uh, those are really really incredible. I like those a lot. Um, and I think what's cool is that with the friends I'm making or like different people, that's also like led me to different spots. So. Um, that's kind of the fun thing is like kind of branching out a little bit when it comes to that. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. But I also like, I don't know. I like going to shows too. Still, if there's like bands and stuff, I know rock house off Montana has a lot of shows Mm -hmm. lately. Uh, And of course, lowbrow. Yeah. That's a really cool spot too. So it really just depends on what I have going on um, that I like to kind of go out. I, I think it's fun. I think people um, should definitely try it because I really feel like, it's um it's just a way for you to socialize and meet people yeah. and just kind of do different things so i see why why wouldn't you try it you know it's not for everyone but there's also different like lost and found's really pretty to go look at mm-hmm. um so there's a lot of really cool conceptual bars too that i like um um so that's why i think it you just kind of have to force yourself out to see what you like right and then just like stay consistent with that <laughs> Me, I'm weird. I'm very, like, extroverted, so I'm, like, I'm down to do whatever. Like, where do you want to go? Let's go. Yeah. Like, I'm with it. So it's very different. What, um, what do you want to leave everybody with? Because I know, I know, I know Shelly's probably calling you. Oh, no, and, no, no, and we're we got to go adult. <laughs> and we got to go work. And we got to no, go no, pay no, bills. Um, um, what do you want to leave everybody with? What, what, uh, what's your, what's your message to everybody? My message to everyone is I think people should start living a little bit more. I think people get very complacent in their lives. And I feel like forcing yourself out of your comfort zone and making yourself do things is just going to kind of show you who you are as a person. And it also leads to you creating stuff, right? And making things. And instead of just like, I don't want to be that person that's just like work, come home, eat, go to bed. 
I did that for a very long time. And I think a lot of people get very comfortable doing that. Mm-hmm. And that is so boring. Sometimes I, I look at how quick my kids grown and I'm like, time is such a crazy concept and it goes by so fast. Right. And I never want to look back and be like, oh my gosh, I did nothing with my life. So I think if people just kind of like force themselves out a little bit more, be a cooler place for everyone. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. you go. What, uh, what's the best way to support Thick Thoughts? What are we doing? Um, I would definitely follow us for now on Instagram is our biggest, I would say, push, which is um, just T-H-I-C-C and then thoughts, T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. Um, that's like the biggest way. I know we kind of want to make some merch soon and different things like that okay. uh, to kind of help support like future events. Uh, like I said, it's crazy because it's kind of just like blown up really fast. So we're just trying to like calm everything down and figure out where we're going next. Right. But um, Thick Thoughts is a huge thing. Also, too, like Facebook, it's like Creep Society. That's like the podcast. Um, you can add me. I'm always down. I like people. What's uh, your, what are your handles? My Instagram is Kristen, uh, K-R-I-S-T-I-N underscore underscore Maria, M-A-R-I-A. Okay. So, yeah, add me there. Lurk. Sorry, you'll see weird stuff, but it's fun. <laughs> you'll learn something. <laughs> all right there may be some weird pictures but you'll be fine it's fine uh i always laugh too because i'm always like oh do i like make my stuff private or do i like leave it because it's not bad but like i wonder what people are I, thinking I know, about I'm me like, when is they that see my like page? weird but then i find that people like especially like you like people are super supportive i've had nothing but like amazing yeah. supportive people and it's so cool especially because it's just something different so I, I, i'm into I, it I, I don't have time to be negative and hate and and dislike and everybody everybody should be doing a yeah. bunch of different things all kinds of different things don't, think, don't be the mundane yeah because then it gets boring yeah. like it's like why would you want to be boring like why do you want to just like like the same thing everyone else likes i told my daughter i said hey uh the podcast is coming out and she's like what you started a podcast why yeah and i said because i wanted to and she's like yeah it sounds like you yeah and but see like that's amazing though because to me it's like it's such a cool thing. Plus, it keeps you busy in like a really cool yeah. way. It keeps you creating. It keeps you meeting people. And um, somebody's going to listen and be like, oh, that's really cool. Maybe I can do something. And so yeah. it's just like this like whole um, process that happens after it. And I, like I said, I was, I was very complacent for a long part of my life i was you know i was a housewife and i was uh i did everything for somebody else and i look back and i'm like oh my god like i don't regret anything but all of my time was devoted to somebody else versus to myself and i think people are very afraid to be alone or um just kind of like with themselves right so it kind of like bums me out because i didn't learn that till very later in life and i think once you're comfortable being by yourself you can do literally anything at that point so that's like the coolest part of it all is just kind of learning how to enjoy your own company and then just going from there i think we all a lot of times like society makes us feel like our value is dependent on like if we're married or if we have kids Mm or if we're in a relationship with someone and there's so much more to it than that and i think once people kind of realize that which they should well i'm i'm super stoked you came on thank you so much for having me i I think you're awesome i think you got a million things going on i think you're gonna do great you have my full support your thick thoughts city your stuff whatever you need i got you and and you set the bar you did set the bar for everybody hey i'm glad first female on the show killed it (laughs) i wish you could see my hair flip right now (laughs) 
Ah, sass. And we have to go do uh, we have to go do another uh, another beer pong night. Oh uh, yeah, so we yeah. can kill everyone. I'm yeah, with it. And what's funny is I don't even play, and we did so good. We was, did really it was good. A good team. I was like, ah, uh, the I'm one because I'm so competitive. I'm a very you know what? And the people person. that don't know how to play it are the ones that finally actually beat us. I know. See, that's it's ridiculous. It's, that's we, we let them. We let them. Already. We yeah. had already won. We had to take it easy on them. It's fine. We had to not be that dramatic and extra. But I am extra all the time. So no, it's fine. but thank you. Thank, thank you for, you so thank much you for, for taking time. Me. Shelly, I apologize if she's late to her meeting. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, Shelly, it was, I promise, we're fine. Oh, uh, the client. He's, he's going to do the city next year. I Don't know. worry. I'm like, I'm only 10 minutes late. I'm sorry. Um, no, and like, again, I'm, thank you so much for having me. I think it's so cool what you're doing, especially with the platform that you have, because it's such a different. You come from, like, such a cool spot with, like, real estate and things like that. So, it's exciting to me that you would have someone like me on. Yeah. Totally opposite. But I think it's so much fun. No, it makes thank it you. interesting. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So, keep listening and supporting this amazing podcast. Amazing podcast. I <laughs> like that. Amazing that, podcast. We're going to make an ad out of that. <laughs> yes. I know. I'll be like, hi, this is Kristen. Please keep supporting this podcast. Amazing podcast. See, there you go. <laughs> I should be in radio. That's oh, my next you venture. Should. You should. <laughs> All right, that was Kristen. Uh, what did you guys think? I, I I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed it. Uh, her apartment is insane. Uh, goth slash R and B. Uh, super super cool place. Um. Thick Thoughts on Instagram, T-H-I-C-C-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S, uh, at uh, Thick Thoughts on Instagram. Um, Creep Society, uh, which is a podcast coming up, at Creep Society, C-R-E-E-P-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y, I think. I hope I got it right. Um, so, at Creep Society, podcast should be coming out pretty soon. Uh, and then Kristen. K-R-I-S-T-I-N underscore underscore Maria um, on Instagram. So um, thank you very much, guys, for uh, listening. Uh, again, super uh, thankful. Shout out to David, our engineer, for putting everything together. Um, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, all that fun stuff. You guys know where I'm at. Most of you guys have my phone number. If you don't have my phone number, Google me. Uh, public information on the realtor so um any positive feedback you guys got um anybody that you want or things should be on uh if you guys want to participate hey let me know um send me a send me a, a text call me dm me something um but thank you guys for coming out again this week and uh stay tuned for next week's because next week it's it's, it's uh, let me tell you it's it's pretty good that's more than pretty good it's really good so um again don't ask me who's gonna be on because i'm not gonna tell you so thank you guys for uh listening and uh we'll see you next week <laughs>